This is MRN Audio. I am Anna Delas, editor at MRNA. We bring you the latest news, interviews, and entertainment from the world of nanobiology. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Who are the Green Team? What are they doing to make our faculty greener? To answer these questions, our very own correspondent Margot Meersemann spoke to two members of the Green Team of Applied Sciences as they were in the process of launching their new Instagram page. Puck represents nanobiology in the Green Team and Tim oversees Applied Physics. We ask them who they are and what it is that they do. Let us hear what they have to say. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Everything okay? Yeah, I think so. Um, so first of all, who are you? What are you doing? Uh, describe the the Green Team yeah. first. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So we're um, we're not the first green team to arrive at uh, the TU Delft. It actually started with uh, 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 3ME, the um, uh, mechanical engineering faculty that decided that they needed more sustainability in their courses, uh, and they wrote an inventor like an assessment report actually of uh, of their faculty on the topic of sustainability. Um, and uh, yeah, they actually thought this was a, such a success um, that it would be a good idea to do this for all faculties, uh, including uh, applied sciences. So um, yeah, that's what we're doing at the moment is uh, we're uh, last year we wrote a assessment report uh, with uh, yeah, actually based on four, uh, four portfolios on education, the operational side of the building, uh, the communication uh, within and externally um, and the research side. Uh, and our conclusion was actually that the main focus was on education. So we really thought that we could have a big impact on improving the curriculum and uh, also on the communication side so really bringing across the uh, the message that sustainability is is a part of everything and needs to be involved more uh, at the faculty yeah, yeah what's the difference because there's uh, green tu and then there's green teams with each faculty what's the difference between the green tu team and then the one for applied science where obviously nanobiology is in well so we have the green tu board which is the overall uh, I would say organization of all the green teams. And then you have one coordinator in the green TU board who is kind of like seen as the boss of all the green teams. And the green teams are just per faculty and green TUs for the whole TU Delft. Um, and then in the green team of like applied sciences, there is one of LST, MST, nanobiology and applied physics. So we're with four people, um, one representing everyone. So I'm the nanobiology um, representative and Tim's uh, applied physics. Um, so obviously you have four person for um, the AS green team. Um, and then uh, you were talking about the fourth person. That was kind of like a link for everybody, I think. I didn't know if you had anything to add. <laughs> um, so I guess what I, um, what I was trying to say is that the applied sciences um, team has one of every study so it's life science technology molecular science and technology applied physics and nanobiology and then in the green tu board it's the whole um every faculty um can apply and it's just an overall board for all the green teams um and for the applied physics uh, applied sciences sorry um you have special goals or is it like uh, the big goal of the green TU that's applied in every, um, I guess, faculty. Mm. 
or do you have goals on your own? Yes, that's something that needs a little clarifying as well, because uh, Fook said that we like the green team is our boss. Our, our boss is actually the faculty. So the green team sort of it coordinates the green teams and it, like assists in in a lot of ways. Um, and the faculty, uh, yeah, it does does give a certain preference, uh, as in they, they they tell us what they would like to see happen at the faculty, uh, and we. Um, you know, use that to to sort of steer us uh, to steer our own our own direction and our own policy. Um, so we get quite a lot of freedom, which is nice. Uh, but we do get a lot of like we we have a big advisory role from the faculty, but also from uh, the green to you. Uh, we have supervisors as well who are both professors at applied sciences. Um, but a lot of the things that we think up and think that we can really make a difference in, um, yeah, are largely our own uh, concoction. Yeah. Uh, and you said you had uh, four different kind of uh, so education and then um, education, <laughs> research, operational and communication. Those are the, the four portfolios. OK. And so um, I suppose you also have like different activities for, of course, the different kind of programs in applied science. Uh, do you want to talk about what you've already done this year or previous year? Uh, so that um, the members of the mRNA can actually um, join and know more about the Queen TU because personally, I have never heard about it before. I had to search about you guys and knew you were gonna do the interview. Tim. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, no, the, um, uh, the the activities, there are a lot of activities being organized by the Green Tea themselves, which are interesting usually for, uh, yeah, the, the, the large part of students. Uh, this is, for example, the uh, Day of Sustainability, which they organized online, um, which uh, gave a lot of seminars and, and lectures on, uh, on sustainability, uh, also in daily life, but also in professional life. Um, and the there's actually a pretty exciting thing coming coming up that we've been working on so far uh, as a as a green team, which is a uh, an alumni speed date event um, in which we will be uh, inviting uh, alumni uh, that have a certain uh, yeah that that are currently working in in the, the sector of sustainability in in whatever way possible. So we um, we today actually we we. Uh, set up our mails, uh, our emails to uh, to invite these guests, and you know they can range from PhDers uh, working on a sustainable innovation or application, or um, people working as analysts in sustainable finance. It can be anything. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's a little sneak preview, but um, we'll definitely be posting on our Instagram <laughs> in due time. You also have like a lot of. Um... Like you have Instagram, Facebook pages, and like not a lot of people know about it. <laughs> uh, could could you um, uh, cite them for anyone that wants to um, find you guys on social media? The uh, uh, yeah, our Instagram <laughs> is Green Team AS all together, um, and yeah. We're uh, we're about thousand or uh, three hundred followers fresh, uh, so um, yeah, and and rising. <laughs> so um, hopefully, even more rising as the mRNA comes out. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, you have I suppose a lot of uh, tips and tricks for students to kind of help with sustainability and and just be more environmental friendly as a whole. 
Um, I guess I could say a bit about it. For, I, I guess I, I could tell everyone to um, find something that interests them. That could be finding sustainable clothing in secondhand shops or veganist, a veganist diet or reducing your plastic intake. Um, it just depends on what you find interesting and in that you will succeed. Um, as it sounds a bit cliche, but to make a big difference, you have to make it a, a lifestyle. Um, and of course, for myself, I've been vegetarian and vegan for quite a while, so I find it's very easy. Um, but even cooking for my friends or giving them food really helps to inspire them and giving them ideas. Because of course, at the start, um, you won't know that much. Um, and there are also uh, like many organizations and boards you can take uh, as the green to you or a green team of your faculty you can make a change and i think it's a really like positive thing to make more organizations known in delft for example our instagram page is just the beginning of letting people know what you can do um i mean you, sh you shouldn't just only study <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah uh, i agree but <laughs> i mean maybe not everyone no no i mean there are so many options and you just have to look in the right place i guess uh, tim yeah i mean check out the instagram <laughs> uh, yeah. uh why do you think it's so important for students and like younger um uh, i guess active persons to actually make the change and become greener and uh, why do you think it's also so important for the, the university and the faculty to be more green? Well, I mean, uh, wh whether you <laughs> want to be green or not is sort of like uh, I don't know. It, it shouldn't feel it shouldn't feel too binary, to be honest. I think it's just sort of like we're we're really trying to raise a certain um, uh, undercurrent awareness of uh, of the fact that you know. Uh, everything that you do has a, uh, you know, can have certain consequences that need to be taken into regard. And uh, I think the really cool thing about uh, applied sciences is that, uh, and to you Delft in general, actually, is that it's always looking for alternatives and solutions to these things. So it really doesn't have to be detrimental for, you know, the fun you have in general, um, because there are so many other ways of, of doing that without making such an impact uh, on the environment. So. Um, I think that's really what we're trying to do is to sort of really uh, on on a like a, a not per se super conscious level, but on more like a subconscious level to really raise this awareness. Um, and what I mean by this is is that we uh, our goal with the educational side as well is to um, really include subtle sustainable examples and exercises within the curriculum so that people are still following certain courses without even realizing that they're actually, you know, uh, studying it on on solar cells or 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 protein. Um, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not someone who does life science, but some you know people who make fake meat and all that stuff. So, um, I th I think that I think that we're really trying to sort of, uh, yeah, make this make make sustainability a part, an integral part of 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 everything that you study because. Um, it's indispensable. I agree, and it also um, it, it's kind of inspiring to like maybe seek other kind of sales for nanobiology. At least, like we don't 
have a lot of um, choices at the moment for cells and we're mostly into medicine, maybe make uh, more sustainable uh, materials also for um, way to treat people. And of course, nanobiology is also very much um, medicine oriented, <laughs> kind of more than most of the studies in Delft are. Um, and would you have uh, any um, advice for someone who wants to come into one of the green teams for AS, for nanobiology at least? Um, I guess I could say a bit about that. Um, as when I started nanobiology, I hadn't really in mind that it was such, such a big medicine dedicated study. Um, as I, but that was only because I came interested in the environmental sciences quite later in my studies. Um, so recently we have been trying to look at nanobiology courses, for example, to make them a bit greener, which is quite hard as most are medicine based. Um, but I guess I could recommend nanobiology students that are interested in the environment to take part um, in extracurricular activities. For example, I've been the board of Students for Sustainability. I've also done a committee there. Um, and I only came to the green team as I was posting a lot of like activist environmental stuff on Instagram. <laughs> and then someone from the FSR contacted me like, hey, we need a green person to join <laughs> this green team. Um, so I guess even if your study isn't fully based about the environment, it does not mean that you can't be interested in it or take part in anything. Um, for us, if we're looking for a new person next year, um, we have an email. You can just send us an email. Um, <laughs> if you want to be part of the Green TU, of course, you can also shoot your shot. Um, it's not depending on your study if you're going to make a big change um, environmentally or any other way. That's a tip from my part. And of course, if in the end you find nanobiology too much medicine based, you can always shift to another master. But I don't think I should support that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I should support nanobiology. But uh, there are so many ways in which nanobiology can be a big part um, in, the, in the sustainability field, I think. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm doing the wrong track, I think. <laughs> Well, uh, do you have anything else to add? I, I think we have enough of um, interview, at least for the paper, maybe not for the audio, but <laughs> do you have any other messages to pass for the nanobiology student? Because we're mRNA. <laughs> maybe to ask um, for some tips. For example, I've been looking at the courses of the nanobiology curriculum and I haven't found one course that I, like really, really interested me um, to make it a bit greener. But if anyone has an idea, I mean, we have a lot of applied physics courses as well. So we've been looking at those um, because those have been a bit easier to think of green ideas, I guess. Um, but if anyone has any tips, even about the faculty itself, like the building, please let us know. Um, we also want to make a change, um, even in the research labs, even if no one is there now. Um, and, yeah. and, and if they have any questions, the students, they can always contact us.
yeah via instagram or email yeah and if there are people like from nanobiology that are uh you know really missing out on sort of the link the link with sustainability then they should definitely show up at at our events i think there will be some really uh yeah inspirational folks around there that can really you know Faith. yeah <laughs> very inspiring um do you have any like other questions are are you and, sustainable and, <laughs> well not the best but uh i i mean i'm not completely off meat but i'm flexitarian so i eat as less meat as i can and being a student it also helped with my money <laughs> because because meat is very yeah. expensive uh but i i'm not the best but i'm not the worst i try sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but yeah it's kind of like um i was in a school which was very much involved in sustainability so it was like it's not about one misstep you can still like one person can really make a change and if everybody does it it just i completely agree it's not like we're the perfect people it seems like a little change for one person but if everybody does it it's just so big so yeah <laughs> i am not the the most sustainable person but i think i'm not the worst <laughs> well that's a good thing i mean if more people were like that <laughs> it would help a lot <laughs> no i i guess that's Hopefully. also another message for all the nanobiology students like every little step is actually a big step and you should make mistakes it's not like we don't mess up sometimes so great <laughs> Oh, thank you so much anyway. for the um, for the podcast yeah. and the, the interview and everything. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Today's episode was produced by MRNA. The intro music was composed by Noelle Fabour. Go follow him on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash noelf. That is soundcloud.com slash n-o-a-h-l-e-f. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating and a review. You can get in touch with us via email. Our email address is amrna-hook at tudelft.nl. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have more MRN audio soon.